Spring sports playoffs are upon us as we welcome you into another episode of the Final Score Podcast. Frank Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. Uh, proud to be presented by PFP, Players Fitness and Performance in Frederick. And before we bring on this week's guest, uh, who is uh, Ann Lewis, uh, the uh, girls varsity lacrosse coach at Urbana High School. Uh, let's take a look at the matchups. Uh, FMP sports writer Joe Ferraro is here. And, and Joe, um, most of the games are set. I think softball we're yep. still waiting on. But um, but the lacrosse matchups take place uh, this Saturday. Yep. Um, boys lacrosse uh, will be at 3 o'clock at um, Hood College, I believe, correct? That's correct, yep. And uh, it will be Urbana, um, the best team in Frederick County all season, uh, taking on Middletown. They're the, they're the two-division champs. And on the, on the girls' side, um, uh, we have uh, Middletown, uh, w- w- which knocked off Oakdale, uh, knocked them out of the, out of the CMC championship game for the first time in, in, uh, in a long time. And yep. they will take on uh, the Spires champion, uh, who happens to be uh, Tuscarora. Tuscarora. Yep. Uh, we'll start with the boys' uh, side, since that's more your area of expertise. Uh, what do you sort of expect from Urbana and Middletown? Well, the, the the first matchup uh, was quite quite lopsided. Uh, Urbana had its had its way with Middletown, but uh, you know lately, uh, Middletown has has been surging. You know they had a real real recently a quality win over a good Century team, and then and then uh, beat uh, Smithsburg earlier, uh, and you know trailing in that game, and then you know rattling off eight straight goals. So, and I, I believe. To that point, uh, Smithsburg had not lost in the in the Gambrel Division, so so yeah, th- things coming together, uh, you know, with them, and so 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 that game, I I expect it to be um, <laughs> quite a bit, you know, closer than the first meeting uh, between the teams when uh, Urbana pretty much um, had its way. Why do you, why do you think Middletown's playing better? I think uh, you know just. Uh, you know, defensively they they've uh, they've ratcheted it up a little bit. Uh, so so you know that area of the game, uh, you know you know a lot a lot, a lot better uh, uh, chemistry communication and uh, and then the offense they they've always been able to to, to generate uh, you know some offense with the, with the pieces they have. Uh, you know, great uh, face-off man and Roland Hockenberry. Uh, good, good uh, attack man and uh, Luke Hallman. So they they've always been able to score. Uh, yeah, defensively they're I think they're uh, they're playing uh, a bit better. Yeah, and, and uh, touching on the girls game, uh, Middletown is of course no stranger to the CMC championship game. Yep. Um, but this game has been dominated by Oakdale in recent years. That uh, they've been the standard bearer in Frederick County now for the last four or five years at least. Uh, and uh, Tuscarora is, is 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 the new face in the game, and uh, these these teams met uh, in the regular season. Middletown handled them. Middletown, the clear favorites, um, with uh, Isabella Ewine, Bridget Remsburg, the goalie, um, uh, uh, Jade Catlin. I mean, lo- lo- lots of good players. Uh, Tuscarora is sort of the the upstart team this year, and, and they'll they'll see if they can give Middletown a little more of a game. Uh, and that's the first game Saturday at one p.m. Uh, other sports, uh, base baseball is, is set too. Uh, what are we looking at in the CMC Championship baseball game? Yep, yep. We're gonna have uh, we have Middletown, uh, which which had been on uh, you know quite a roll at uh, one you know seven eight straight games. Uh, they, they've stumbled a little bit, uh, dropped a couple games. Uh, Linganore, uh, you know, same thing. Uh, you know, playing you know overall very good baseball. So the the good thing about these uh, CMC. 
baseball title games is that usually after or yeah after those games are played there's uh you know a little bit of a, a lull in the schedule so so you know for for that game uh, I'm not, I'm not going to guarantee uh, it for you you know there's a good chance you're going to be seeing uh, both aces for for those teams uh, Lingenor with Matt Cunningham and then Middletown with Luke Pryor so you know that should be a, a very very well pitched uh, game uh, looking forward to that and so so yeah it's it's, it's a good a good game to have uh, because uh, the, they'll be uh, <laughs> you know th- those teams and everybody else uh, they're, they're going to be sitting around for a while before they play um, a region playoff game softball is not quite set yet but we suspect it very well could be uh Ur- urbana versus catoctin yep and, and they've been the two best teams all season long they they haven't played so that would actually be a pretty intriguing matchup uh seeing seeing those uh, totally two agree. offenses go yep. uh, uh spencer uh, rupinta the, the 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 softball is uh, for urbana taking on that catoctin offense um, th- that'd be something. So it, it looks like Urbana will uh, face off uh, against Catoctin, but that, but some things still have to shake out uh, as far as the softball goes. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere in the CMC, yeah, we had we had the track championships this year. No big surprises, yeah. I guess. Uh, the Urbana girls and the Oakdale boys uh, both roll. Um, most people would have seen that coming in. That'll <laughs> largely yep. the same thing will come uh, will probably play out when when uh, when the Frederick County meet uh, takes place in the in the next week or so. As well, so so no big surprises there, and uh, and just before we go, Joe, just just to point out, uh, in tennis, uh, the the Middletown girls uh, ended a remarkable winning streak for for our Urbana, uh, the Hawks' yep. eighty-four match winning streak, which is one of the uh, longest winning streaks I think in the history of Frederick County sports. They came to came to an end. Uh, Middletown uh, beat the beat Urbana uh, this week, uh, three to two. Uh, a very competitive uh, third doubles match uh, was the deciding factor, and, uh, and 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 Middletown did it to to remain undefeated this year. But uh, but credit to Coach AJ Stewart and Urbana for putting together that remarkable winning streak, and and credit to Middletown and Coach Patrick Barber for. Um, for uh, pulling off that win and, and, and remaining undefeated. So, Joe, thanks so much. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again as, as the playoffs uh, unfold here. So I'll be back for more. Yep. When we come back, uh, we are joined by Urbana lacrosse coach Ann Lewis. Uh, we'll talk to her about uh, her uh, young team, uh, w- which is getting better and better, 7-4 uh, and four on the season and getting ready for the playoffs. And uh, on the verge of several milestones uh, that her players are closing in on, we'll talk to Anne about about that and a lot more uh, when we come back here on The Final Score. Why do I train? Why do I train? I train to jump higher. I train because I have something to prove. Be faster. And because speed, strength, and being better overall on and off the field is my mission. Nothing to me is impossible. I'm Andrew Simpson from Players Fitness and Performance in Frederick, Maryland. We have found that most middle and high school athletes do not have complete confidence, which is holding them back from being their best on and off the field. As official partners with FCPS, our why is to inspire athletes like yours to believe in themselves and perform more confidently and consistently in sports and in life. That's our why. What's your why? For more information, check out our website at www.playersfitnessandperformance.com. Thanks for staying with us here on the Final Score Podcast. The Urbana Girls Lacrosse team has won seven of its 11 games this season. The Hawks are uh, 
gearing up for the playoffs, uh, coming off a crazy win on uh, Tuesday night over uh, Walkersville High School. Uh, their coach is Ann Lewis, and uh, she joins me now in studio. How are you, Ann? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Tuesday's game was such a weird game in a lot of respects, I thought, because first of all, it's pouring rain yes. uh, <laughs> uh, during the national anthem. And you guys are starting the game in pouring rain. I mean, no thunder or lightning, uh, luckily, but but still the rain made it weird. And then uh, just the flow of the game. I mean, you guys got off to such a fast start. Walkersville comes back, and it became sort of a tense, nerve-wracking affair there for a while. And then you guys were finally able to uh, to pull it out there. Um, yeah, I was happy with how um, the girls kind of stayed true to themselves the whole game. And um, Walkersville, I think, started out slow. I think they're more of the team we saw in the second half. Um, so props to their coach for bringing them together second half and uh, making them kind of change their game plan. But, yes, the draws were our biggest thing that second half. The second we lose our draws, um, the momentum goes in the other team's direction. Uh, but I was really happy the girls – uh, finished how we needed to. They were smart. They did a great stall at the end. Um, everything we've coached them to do in those situations, they did. And um, having such a young team, it's pretty impressive to be able to trust your players on the field like that. Speaking of a young team, I believe your game-winning goal was scored by a sophomore, uh, yes. uh, uh, Natalie uh, Borey. So she came through, in a big, th- came through in a big spot for you. Yeah, there. she actually got our team MVP this year, too. Got voted that. Um, she's just had a great year. She was a great player last year, too. Um, but I think she kind of found her own on offense this year. Uh, and just all over the field, her first step, she uh, pretty much outruns anyone. She's great. Yeah, I, I can't – the we have a multitude of girls. We had – MVP votes and I was telling the parents how for offense we had eight players nominated and there's only seven offensive players on the field at a time well you're a math teacher and that doesn't add up very yeah well, it's so. pretty impressive which means the play first one or two players off the bench are also options and um, I love having that kind of depth we don't always have that you guys opened the season with a really tense, nerve-wracking yeah. affair against Whitman. Yes. And, and, and it didn't go your way. And, it didn't. And, and it was a bummer, and that one stung you guys a little bit. And you were like, this, let's not have this happen again. Yes. And I, I, and I love playing Whitman. We're unfortunately not playing them next year. But next, uh, the last three years have been one-goal games against them. For some reason, no matter how we play, it's it's always just a good game. It's a fun game. Um, the weather was horrible against Whitman. I think we were the only game that night that was still on. And, and the weather was kind of horrible, at least yes. at the start against Walkersville. <laughs> so it was like a mirror image yes, game. Yes, just a bit colder for Whitman. But I, I was proud of the girls. We were down by um, three or four at half against Whitman. They came back. Um, I, I just couldn't ask for a better group of girls they really stick together when things go wrong they don't turn on each other it's super positive um and that comes from the leadership with our senior class i think they set the tone early yeah we're, we're going to talk about some of your players but people might look at that score against walkersville they say 12 to 10 and the goaltending wasn't very good but actually actually it was i you, think you, for both teams yeah, too yeah, yeah. You, your, your goalie uh, emma regan also a sophomore yes uh, she's she, great. She, she had a number of point blank saves yes. that it really saved the game for you guys she, I agree and that's how she plays every day of practice I mean she's making our players better um the girls get so frustrated because she 
she blocks them point blank every day of practice. Um, and I, I just love the energy she brings um, each day. It's pretty awesome. I, I love uh, Emma's story because last year she was primarily a JV player for yes, you, right? Yes, she was a JV player yeah. for us. And, and you said she got in for like 10 minutes? Or yes, a, I moved a, her up during playoffs. Um, and I she got in. It was a playoff game. She got in the second half, but we were up by quite a bit. So I think she saw two shots. She saved one and let one in. Um so she has one save coming in this year and then just exploded. I I mean, I expected it. I saw her in fall league. I saw her in winter league. Um, she's a great player, and she just continues to work to get better. Yeah, she had one save to her name coming into this varsity yes. season. She's a sophomore starting on a varsity mm-hmm. team, which which you don't often see. Yeah. And in the Walkersville game, she notched save number 100 for her high school yes. career in just her second year. So 99-plus saves. Oh, yeah. Uh, Impressive. Uh, th- this season alone. Just what makes her such a great goalie? Um, I think her composure. I mean, she's not uh, she's not a cocky player, but she's very confident when, in goal. Um, she, I, I think she trusts her defense. She trusts her teammates. We try to force bad shots. I know she's going to, if we can force a high angle, a high shot at a bad angle, I know she's going to save it. Um, so my defense does a really good job playing off of her. Uh, and we've, yeah, we've just been really lucky to be able to work with her each day. And she's the only goalie on the team. And I always, we had that with Grace too. I always worry, are they going to get complacent? But not at all. I mean, she gives it 100% every single day. Um, it's like she's competing for that starting spot. It's it's pretty awesome. Well, what happens if she gets hurt? What happens if a goalie gets hurt? <laughs> then, then you get going to scramble mode, Yeah, right? well, we have two JV goalies that um, we could uh, – well, we don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't even, don't yeah, even think about it. Yeah, we don't even so. – yeah, I'm – she she's a tough player. I mean, the amount she gets hit in practice, uh, she just kind of shakes it off, doesn't even sit out of one yeah, shot. Yeah, and, and the season starts in the middle of March, the, mm-hmm. the, the middle to late March, yeah. when the weather is, if, if it's 40 degrees on, oh, yeah. on, on most game hurt. nights, <laughs> it, it's lucky, and you're getting a plastic ball hurled at yes. you. So you have to have a certain kind of toughness to be a lacrosse goalie. She's super tough. She's super tough, never complains, um, and she's in it 100%. I mean, we have clinics offered. She shows up at every single clinic she's just one of those players that gives and gives and i think that shows on the field she said something interesting the other night she said she focuses on the player's stick when she tries to make a save she doesn't want to mm-hmm. look at their face because she can kind of get weirded out <laughs> by, by, by by making a lot of people get weirded out yeah. by eye contact but 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 she does and that se- that seems to help her by watching the, yeah. the opponent's stick whatever she's doing is working so um I, I never play goalie myself um but i am just impressed with kind of the how much she grows throughout season. So things we work on, um, whether it's clears or uh, just working on low, she is ready each day and she's improving every single day. So I, I can't even imagine what she's going to look like by senior year. Yeah. You, you, you texted her last week and you said she was closing in on a hundred goals did. for her career and she got mildly uh, uh, nervous. Uh, yeah. Uh, nervous and annoyed with you <laughs> that you pointed that out. Cause that's not something she likes to think. I about. know. Well, I try to give a couple, a little bit of a heads up just for parents sake. Um, so I have a couple players that are close to a hundred and I know it's important for parents to be there. Um, so I do right. try to give a little heads up and we unfortunately, uh, I don't really we don't really have stats from the history of Urbana which stinks because it was such a powerhouse back in the day and then yeah. um so like Shay is almost at 200 points and I don't know if that's a record breaker or anything so I I do try to they're not big on stats the girls don't talk about stats very much um but there are certain things that I, I know 
it's important for colleges, but also for parents to be able to see like, oh, they got their 100th point or 100 goal. Um, so I try to give them a heads up when they're like three or four away. Right. And, and she said she didn't want the number messing with her mind, but she played so well she against great. Walkersville that you say you might continue to I text know, her. I know. No, she um, and that's the thing I had to tell her when she was at 84 goals. Because I, she gets ten to fifteen saves a game, so that right. could be a one game. The, ne- the next game, yeah. yeah. Um, where that doesn't always happen with goalies. So, uh, yeah, I'm just super proud of her. She's, yeah, she's doing great. She really stepped into the role we needed her to. So Shay Morrell, uh, your 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 senior, yeah. uh, senior captain, right? Yep, senior captain. And she's closing in on two hundred points. She's or, at one seventy four points right points. now. Okay, yes. so that's, that's goals and assists combined. Yep, goals and assists combined. And as the years have gone on, I notice her assists have really increased, and I think that's because of our depth of our team. You know, we um, when she was younger, we did rely on her a lot, especially. I mean, I mean, I think her sophomore year, she had over forty goals because. We just needed the ball in our hands, but now we're at a place where we have seven or eight scorers each game. Um, so she's she's sharing the ball, and um, she's does more than just attack. She definitely helps us on the draw. She's that um, first step. She beats her defender. She's just a great player all around. And you have all sorts of milestones. I mean, uh, Lily Stevens. Yes, uh, uh, another she reached a hundred points this year. She's getting to a hundred goals. Uh, Hopefully tomorrow. <laughs> She's at 99. She's at 99. Yeah. Right. And Brooke Collins is at 98 points. So, I, I mean, just super impressive. But again, these girls, when I, I I told Brooke Collins and she said, oh, dude, does ground balls count as points? I mean, they're clueless with the points, which I love about them. Um, and so she it's just exciting to see their milestones without them even realizing how much they've impacted our program. You must enjoy charting these numbers as a, as a math teacher. Um, I do. I do. I like, I, I'm very organized. So I like that. Uh, but a lot of times I, I sometimes I was a defender myself. Um, so sometimes I feel bad for the defense, you know, it's, they, they don't get the glory. They don't get the glory, but, uh, our defense has stood strong for the last since I've been here. Um, we've kind of reloaded our defense each year. We graduate two or three defenders every year, um, and every year I feel like our defense is just as strong as the year before, if not stronger. So I I always try to give them. I give a player of the game at the end, and we have kind of like a dot board um, after each game. And I do try to recognize our defense because. Uh, defense does win championships at the end of the day. And I, I really do think the reason our offense is so successful with all these points is because our defense is causing these turnovers. Right. Milestones are, wor- are worth celebrating. Usually. Yeah, I mean, of course. Do, 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 you, do you guys, how do you celebrate your uh, milestones for these girls? Um, so a lot of times it, if it's home and we were very thankful Walkersville actually announced Emma's. Um, if it's home, we do a whole announcement. I grab the ball kind of write a little thing the date on it um yeah something cute like that and yeah I'm just really proud of the girls uh just in total we have so many underclassmen and upperclassmen that I have to keep point totals for um because I mean we're getting closer and closer with a lot of these girls and um they kind of feed off each other and uh, I'm just really happy with how it's going it's been a lot of work building this depth and getting this team to where it is now right it has it has and I I think you can see that with our midfield line Um, we have so much depth that at the end of the game our our middies are not tired because we do a rotation Um, so they get those breaks they get to come talk to me off the field 
um, after a goal, they get to kind of settle down, watch. I always think watching helps a little bit. Um, so I, I'm really impressed with kind of how they all blend together. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been a process. My first year here, we definitely, uh, we definitely didn't have as much depth and I felt like, um, in tight games at the end, we would struggle a little bit. Um, but now I feel like we can pull out close wins and even all of our losses just this year have been under four goals, four goals are under. Um, so they're close games. I mean, against Oakdale Middletown, which are great teams, we are no longer 15 goals away. We're two, three, four goals away. Yeah, you played Middletown. They, they got you, but, but, but they, yeah. it, it, they didn't wipe you off the field or no, anything like no. that. No, yeah. no. And Oakdale, we were up by three, and they came back, and we lost by two. But it was an incredible game, and I'm super proud of the girls. Um, those are goals that we set when I first got here. And to see this senior class kind of reach some of those goals uh, – it's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking to Ann Lewis. Uh, she uh, is the varsity head coach of the Urbana girls lacrosse team. What, what do you think of the way that the level of girls lacrosse in Frederick County has just risen across the board? Yeah, it's impressive. I, I mean, I'm from Long Island. And um, so when I first got to this area, I coached in uh, Washington County for two years. And when I first got to this area, I didn't really know too much about Frederick County. My husband's from uh, Carroll County. Um, so, I, I kind of was going into it blindfolded. Um, and as I've seen, uh, the first couple years I noticed it was like Oakdale and Middletown, unreachable, everybody um, else was kind of at the same level. And now I really love that any game you go into, it could go either way. Um, those are the games we love to play. You know, those two, three goal games uh, where we really have to make sure we're prepping for that game. Um, and I feel like this year, if you look at our schedule, those games are kind of where we um, decide the team that we are. And uh, just like our win against Frederick or our win against North Hagerstown, which are good teams, I felt like our girls came in with confidence. And that just comes from working in the offseason and playing other sports together. Yeah. Do you have to be tough to grow up in Long Island? <laughs> I'm not very tough, so maybe some people do, but... Uh, you're, you're a New Yorker? You're a, a non-tough New, New Yorker? I don't know, yeah. I, I probably thought I was tough back in my day, but I'm... Yeah, no. I mean, I, I love seeing... In Maryland, lacrosse is big, so I love seeing kind of two areas... Um, that kind of have a big lacrosse community. And I have a cousin who's playing in North Carolina. She just broke her school record for scoring um, or South Carolina. And so it's exciting to see kind of the levels. I get to see her play at uh, tournaments and coaching club. I get to still see Long Island teams and Virginia teams. And it's cool how it's just growing, not just on the East Coast. It's growing on the West Coast, too. Um, so I, I'm super excited about, like, the future of lacrosse, not just in Frederick County, but in the area in general. Did you grow up in a sporting family? Was it a competitive family? Yeah, yeah. I have a brother and a sister. They all um, played sports, and my parents both swam in college. Um, yeah, so it was competitive, and uh, I went to school at St. John's in West Islip, and so lacrosse was a big school, a uh, big thing in school back then, but I actually didn't start lacrosse till ninth grade. Okay. Um, yeah, I played soccer my whole life, and uh, swimming, and basketball, and so uh, to be able to start later in life was actually, I feel like that's why I still have so much passion. Sometimes kids get burnt out 
um, by the time they reached like senior year, but I just was getting into the thick of it. I loved it. I decided I want to play in college. Um, so that was super exciting for me. And um, I'm hoping to bring that kind of passion to the girls I coach. So your family was very active all the time. Yeah. You, uh, you were always doing something, whether it was playing sport or, oh, yeah, or, definitely. or, or, or doing something definitely, like that. Yeah. So. I was always outside with my brother playing some type of sport. And um, yeah, yeah. I grew up, my mom's the most athletic person I know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she was normally our biggest competition. <laughs> right. Well, what did you think of lacrosse when you first started playing? Um, my brother played, so I, of course, wanted to play. And I liked it. I thought the rules were kind of, as most people, if they watch the cr- girls across for the first time, a little tough because I grew up watching my brother play. Um, but the more I did it, I had an amazing coach in high school. Um, and she just kind of took me under her wing and uh, gave me a lot of confidence. And so by senior year, I felt I was a captain. I felt like I could play in college. Um, and I, just that little belief I'm hoping to give those girls because it it turned my love for the game into something more. I, I knew I wanted to play. I knew I wanted to teach so I could coach. Um, it kind of changed my whole career. So when, when did you know that? Um, so I was pre-med and I went to college. I was playing lacrosse um, and it was the best part of my college experience. And where, where did you go to college? A Washington College okay. on the Eastern Shore, yeah. And so um, I just loved it. I, I loved coaching, and I had a math teacher uh, in college, and Professor Amick, and she just changed my whole perspective. So I switched from a physics major to a math major, which wasn't very hard because they're very – they overlap a lot. And then decided I wanted to teach. Yeah. Were your parents like, our daughter's in pre-med. Here, here, we, here we go. <laughs> Actually, and, no. And then she's like, oh, she's getting into teaching. Like, no, what is, the she, total what, what is she opposite. doing? My dad's a dentist, so he went pre-med. Okay. And my mom's a teacher, but she was pre-med. Um, that's how they met. And uh, no, my dad always said, don't go pre-med. Become a teacher. Get summers off. Enjoy your... They're much more about like lived life to the fullest enjoy it and they weren't worried about the discrepancy in the paycheck or anything like that no not at all they yeah i they just always said uh, my dad always used to say if i could do it over again i'd be a teacher no kidding yeah yeah you have to love what you do right that's the thing and he loves being a dentist don't get me wrong but um yeah no they were they're super supportive of whatever we decide as long as we're passionate about it and we work hard um yeah I've, i've been very lucky to have parents that just support us the was, whole time was your dad always on you about brushing your teeth and flossing and stuff like <laughs> no, that he was the one who gave us the junk food as a kid my no, mom no was kidding. more strict yes <laughs> well why because that kept them in business uh, dr- 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 drilling <laughs> cavities or something like that possibly or? i'm not really sure he, he's a junk food eater as well we kind of joke around about him but um yeah no they were a perfect ba- they're a perfect balance of each other so yeah and they got to they get to come out and see some games which is super exciting um and my mom we had a pizza party the other week and all the girls came my mom was there so yeah they still come visit as much as possible uh, where, are they in maryland or no they're still on long island my whole oh, family okay. is on long island so, i'm the only one here <laughs> so they make the what three hour trek down five and a half five and a half yeah plus traffic too yes so. well my mom likes to fly but my dad drives normally <laughs> okay your, your dad he likes he likes junk f- he's the junk yes. food eating dentist and he likes to drive yes. and, 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 de- and deal with all that traffic so <laughs> so so very interesting so you said when you started lacrosse you you're, you played defense uh when, yeah when well you played in, lacrosse. in high school i did play midfield okay um but as i got to college i moved more to defensive mid 
Right. Um, and I think it's just the style of play was different. Long Island is much more aggressive and less um, stick skill focused. Not all of Long Island, but when I was there. And so when I got to college and had uh, was playing with much more Maryland girls, I felt like I was a better fit for defense. And I had some great coaches. Um, they really taught me well. They really kind of blended their experience and um, yeah, I ended up falling in love with defense. <laughs> didn't, you want, didn't you want to score goals though? Um, occasionally I was like defensive mid, so I could okay. go over, but, um, no, not really. I, I felt like the reward on defense, like a cost turnover or getting a charge, I felt personally more rewarded than a goal. But, um, yeah, I was lucky. I played with such great girls and actually um my coaching staff right now my assistant coach played at washington college as well and my jv coach played at washington college not planned at all but uh it's Small it's world, pretty cool huh? yeah <laughs> i mean I, I i love the contrast because you claim you're not tough yet you play defense which requires a lot of toughness or it would <laughs> seem to require a lot of toughness you're from long island and people think stereotypically <laughs> yeah. long island tough new yorker and stuff but but you but you claim you're not you're not you're not very tough i'm not so. t- i'm not too tough i I mean, yeah, no, I, when I'm on the field, I'm a little bit different than when I'm off the field. I'm sure I'm tougher on the field, but, um, yeah, no, the, the girls, I don't think they're too afraid of me to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) So you wanted to get into coaching. How did you sort of pursue that path? So I went to, I taught and coached at St. James school, boarding school in Hagerstown for two years, right after college. I lived there. I taught field hockey Uh, I I taught math and then coached field hockey and lacrosse. I never even played field hockey in my life. So that was an experience. Um, But, yeah, so I I coached there. I coached some great girls, girls that have gone to Loyola, High Point, um, St. Mary's, so all over. So it's been a great experience, and I really enjoyed it. Um, My first year I was an assistant. The second year I was the head coach, and I won Washington County Coach of the Year there. And then I decided to um, pursue my PhD in math. Um, and so I went to George Mason for a semester and I really liked it, but I was commuting over an hour and my husband was commuting over an hour. So we decided to just kind of stay in Frederick County. Um, and I got really lucky and got a teaching job at Urbana. And, um, I contacted the lacrosse coach at the time and just said like, if you want some help, let me know. I'm not available that much, but I can help. And um, my AD, who's like the most amazing person. Yeah, Ryan. I I love Ryan. I know. He's great. Um, So he reached out to me and um, I eventually took over the next year. And yeah, and the rest is history there. (laughs) I'm curious how you had heard of St. James or or how how you wound up there Um, coming from New York. A field hockey coach at college. Um, We kind of all the teams kind of were together. The field hockey coach at college uh, told me about this, basically this application online to get into boarding schools to start teaching and coaching. I knew I wanted to teach and coach. I just didn't know where. Did you want to stay in Maryland? I mean, I did. My husband now, but my boyfriend at the time was from Carroll County. So I knew I wanted to be um, closer to him. Uh, So I did know I wanted to go in Maryland. And to find a job on Long Island right now is not the easiest thing. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Yes. And and, and your parents, that was an acceptable distance for your parents. I mean, oh, yeah. Again, they're so supportive. If I wanted to go to Hawaii, they would have been okay with it. Um, As long as I was 
making sure I, I'm into I'm independent. I'm not asking them for money, but um, right. And they love my husband, so they're super supportive. Um, I'm sure they want me close by, but they have their two other kids home. <laughs> sure. Well, did you love it right away, or was it a bit yeah, of an acquired I, taste? Um. Well, Maryland in general. I went to school in Maryland, so I have a I do have a home base here. I mean, I have my college friends here, um, and so I. Besides my husband, I do have friends here, which was nice. Um, but, but but the coaching and the teaching you loved. I mean, you yeah, knew you, I loved you, it you right knew away. You made the right choice. I, I yeah. knew right away. Um, the boarding school was tough because you had to stay live there, which was kind of eye opening right out of college. But it was a great experience. I did it for two years. Um, it was awesome. I loved the people I met. Um, I just knew I wanted to get to a public school and kind of start my career there. Um, and I just got really lucky getting to Urbana. Right. Some coaches are like, win at all costs. We have to win. We have to win. You you don't strike me as, 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 as being that type no, of no, person. No, no. And I don't. And my mom, I, I mean, she's the one who I bounce my ideas off of always. Um, she always says you learn more from losing. And I, I do think that's true. Um, but I, I do love winning. Don't get me wrong. I'll be up all night if we lose. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that from losing you do kind of readjust if we didn't lose the game against Tuscarora this year I think we would have been a very different team because we got five yellow cards um and I I, that was the second game we had over four yellow cards we had to adjust our game plan we had to adjust how we played in the midfield um and I don't think we would have noticed that if we didn't play a team like that um so does it stink we played them early and I'd love to play them again of course but um I really do think it was the best learning experience for us. Yeah. And as a coach, how do you sort of balance the desire to want to win with with giving the girls a fun, nice experience to play high school lacrosse? Yeah, I think our schedule, luckily, we have some games where we can get everybody in. Um, But at the end of the day, they know I'm here. I'm focused. Um, I, I don't make my practices three hours long. My practices are an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes long. Um. I get in, I get out, I work through drills. They're focused. They know that I'm not taking all of their time up, so they give me that time. Um, I think it's just a mutual respect. Uh, The girls want to win. They're just as annoyed as me when we lose. Um, But I do think, like, next year we already scheduled Gerstel and Garrison Forest and South Carroll again. So we're playing harder teams, but that's the only way we're going to get better. Right. You guys play in 4A, and and you're the only Frederick County for yes. a school so <laughs> how does that sort of change life for you um i don't know a part of me kind of likes it because uh i wouldn't want to see the same teams over and over and over um but i it is a little bit different i mean we played sherwood last year and we kind of went in blindfolded we didn't really know what to expect in the first five minutes they went up 3-0, and then there was a lightning and thunderstorm. So luckily, we got to play the next day. But we, right before the game, we all met and worked on draws just to adjust our game plan. Um, so you can scout as much as you want. But at the end of the day, you just need to go out and play your game. So that's why I want to play out-of-county teams in season, um, like we scheduled for next year. So we're a little bit more prepared. 
Um, yeah. Yep. You mentioned draws a, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I've made the mistake a few times in my stories of calling them face-offs. It's fine. It's My husband does it every day. And, 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 and I've gotten a lot of blowback from, from, from girls lacrosse parents and fans saying, it's not a face-off, it's a draw. Yeah. Or what, what, why the discrepancy or, or, or what's, what's the difference? Well, the face-off is when they're on the ground, the yeah. boys are on the ground. Um, and the draw, they're going up in the air. It has to go over their shoulders. Okay. Um. But at the end of the day, same as face-offs and draws, normally it reflects the score. So right. if we're not winning draws, we're probably not winning the game. Right. And you rotate your you, the person that takes your draws? I do. I have two main people. Um, Casey Beach and Avery Hines are my main girls who normally do it. But at, if it's not working, we'll throw Shay in there. We'll throw Natalie in there to get some height. Um, I have a multitude of girls who could take the draw. Those two just really kind of specialize on it. Do you do that for experience? Like, because the... A person might not always be available to take a draw oh, or, yeah, or something yeah. like that. And, and so when they're stepping in the circle there, it's not the first time they've done yes. it. Yes. And yeah. And all of our midfielders could take the draw. We all practice the draw. We That's something we work on two to three times a week. Um, but at the end of the day, I tell them it doesn't. Yes, you can perfect the draw. But the second it's in the air or it's on the ground, it's a 50-50 ball. And it's just who wants it more. Um, so a lot of times today we really focused on those 50 50 ground balls like who's gonna win them because uh, those are the things that win games that hustle happy to be joined by ann lewis uh, the urbana girls varsity lacrosse coach is there is urbana is, is that about as good a school as you could have landed at i think so I'm, maybe i'm biased but i have an unreal um unreal team first of all my athletic department is the most supportive department in the world um, my math department, we're all so close. Um, I have great administration. The kids are great. So I think it's the best school I would never leave. Um, and your motto is one team, one Urbana. Yes. So, so it's a very inclusive and you seem like a very inclusive person. It's yeah. Totally. And the parents, the thing that I love is I've never had a single parent issue since I've been here. Um, I, on Monday I left practice. Yeah, is that because you're so nice? Or? No, no, it's because the parents are that awesome. Um, they're the most. Get, we had like four parties this week with senior night, our banquet, and then they surprised me with a baby shower on Monday. Ah, oh, fantastic! They're, yeah, they're just the most supportive group of people, um, and that translates into the players. I mean, the girls show up with a smile on their face every single day. They want to be there. Uh, I, I just I feel so supportive. Uh, so supported in the school and then also outside of the school but you're so you're so nice Anne, and you treat people so well i mean aren't you treated like how you treat other people is, isn't there something to that saying uh i i'm sure there is but i i really do think it's it's easy to coach a group of girls like this it yeah. really is it makes my job easier um and so yeah at the end of the day i i couldn't do the job i do without the support of the people around me and they they have been awesome right what, what do you enjoy the most about coaching these girls um Besides them making my la- making me laugh, um, I just think I think the bond that a, a player makes with a coach is so different. Um, I feel like the people in my life who have affected me the most have been a coach, and I, I've read some article where like one coach can affect a, a person more than like twenty teachers. Um, and as a teacher, I hope I affect students as well, but I know that the relationship I have with my players and even players I've had for one year that I still talk to and still reach out to, um, to me, that goes a long way. I, I just feel like you kind of build a family and a community. Um, so I hope I just, whether they love lacrosse or not, 
I hope that uh, that I made their time better at Urbana. Right. I'm not very good at math. I mean, (laughs) that's why I'm a writer. And I was telling you before we started recording that I got as far as trigonometry in school. (laughs) And and that was about as much as I could take. How did you sort of become good at math or how did, were you just naturally gifted at it or are are, are Um, your siblings like that too? Or are are they totally (laughs) different? Uh, They're very different. They're, my siblings and I are like the three most different people in the world. Um, but no, I, math was always kind of my subject, math and science. I really enjoyed it. If you told me to write a two page paper, I'd really struggle. It, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how that divide because my sister, she's a math and science person. I'm the yeah. writing and language and communications person. And, oh, and, we, totally. and, we, and we both struggle if we get into the other person's area. Oh, I so. still send like I still send things to my mom to proofread because I'm ju- I'm just not that great at English, but math and science were more my thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a PhD. Uh, you, no, you, I started. Uh, uh, I have my master's. So okay. I started my PhD um, and then I'm taking I did my master's when I transferred back here and then I'll continue working in a little because bit. Because like a PhD in math, that sounds like genius level. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like I can't fathom anyone. anyone yeah. Possibly well, I'll let you know smarter. when I get it, how it feels. <laughs> As the playoffs get closer, what's what's sort of the focus? How, how do you guys sort of shift gears here? Um, well, I, I just tell every single uh, girl that it could be the last practice. It could be the last game. So you have to play for your seniors. I mean, it could be the last time they step on this field. Um, and just valuing every moment. So today we were kind of forced inside because of some lightning and thunder. And still being inside, giving me 110%. Um, that to me that I saw the girls, they were sweating, they were working so hard. Um, that's what I expect every day. And especially in the postseason, I need them to come out ready to play. Um, cause you don't want to end. Yeah. And it seems like your roster, you have some experienced players, obviously some good seniors, but it's a young team too. It seems it like a lot, a lot of these players will be back. Yeah. We have a lot of sophomores, tons of sophomores, um, which is great. Are already achieving milestones yes. too. Yeah. Junior class is awesome. Um, and they have so much personality, the junior class, they, they bring a lot of light to practice. Um, and then our freshman, our lone freshman is, she's great. Um, in years past, I've taken three to five freshmen. Um, and this is the first year I really took one. I took a Two other underclassmen that move up for some varsity games. And you're referring to Casey Beach, Casey Beach. who had four goals against Walker yes. the other night. And she's just a great player. Um, she's she's so dedicated. And, uh, yeah, she she knows what she wants. And I think sometimes she gets frustrated with herself because uh, maybe her role is not scoring as much. But I'm so impressed with her leadership as a freshman um, on the field. The girls want to get her the ball. I want her to have the ball. So it's pretty awesome to see, yeah, we're not even in postseason and she has over 20 points already um, on a team with a lot of depth. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, and you brought her over for an interview and she was very poised and good in the interview oh, too. Oh, she's great. So, so, so she's she, great. She, 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 uh, she is uh, clearly ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, You've been on the job, you said five years uh, yeah, this already? Yeah, my fifth year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When, when you sort of like embark on this voyage, are you guys further along than you thought you would be as a program. Yes, and each year, I mean, we work really hard um, to kind of grow our youth program and our rec program, and I'm lucky Ryan Hines really does a lot with our rec program. Um, So I kind of see girls coming up and get excited for them. Um, 
so yeah and we do our camp every summer we do youth clinics those kind of things so yeah I, I totally expected us to be at this point I, I know that we can achieve even more in the future years which is why I'm setting up tougher games in our schedule right and you mentioned your baby shower earlier you have a, you have a, young, a young lacrosse player yes, uh, on a the way boy. Uh, a little boy yeah, dude, yeah. right after playoffs <laughs> right is, is there stress that comes along with that I mean not not I mean there's um, uncertainty when yeah, like, when the little guy's gonna Sh- show up and and, yes. and you're trying to coach at the same time yes i'm hoping that they say your first comes late sometimes so i'm hoping that happens but um honestly i felt the best i have all pregnancy and i think it's being outside being with the girls um being active on my feet um yeah and he's gonna grow up with like 20 older sisters so pretty fun for him uh yeah but i'm excited it'll be it'll be quite the change but um yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> and he and you're hoping he's born the day after the state championship game, right? I, yes, I could do like two days, so I get a day or two to myself, and then that would be okay with me. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, we wish your team well Thank going you. going forward as we get into the playoffs. Looking forward to seeing you take on all those challengers in 4A. Thanks. Uh, thanks for coming in, and 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 uh, and again. Uh, We'll, we'll see how your team does in the playoffs. Thank you so, so. much. Awesome. That's Ann Lewis, uh, head of varsity lacrosse coach at Urbana High School. And I want to thank, uh, before we go, uh, Graham Cullen, uh, producer, and, and all of you for uh, checking out the final score uh, week after week. Our numbers are improving, and we really appreciate that. And uh, thanks to our fine sponsor, too, Players Fitness and Performance here in Frederick. I'm Greg from the Frederick News Post Sports Department, and we will see you back here next week on the Final Score Podcast.